Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the pre-recording of the day before the big potential hurricane. So if you're listening to this either Sunday or Monday, you'll have to look back and look at the news and see what happened. It'll be interesting. So I'm pre-recording this, giving some time to, we've got to go to the church and we have to, um, I think, pack things up and try and get them in a dry place somewhere out of the way. Because Hurricane Kenna, when it came before we rented the church, went in and flooded the entire church. And it was quite a sight when we went in to rent it and see how the watermark on the wall was four feet high. So we might take precautions anyway. But uh, I thought we'd just jump into a couple of dad jokes and then do our reading today, which is Jeremiah 29 and 30. And we're looking at Ephesians chapter 6 today. So here we go. Um, number one on the dad jokes. <laughs> I kind of like this one. It caught me off guard when I read it. I was playing chess with a friend of mine, and he said, let's make this interesting. So he stopped playing chess. <laughs> okay, so if you're a chess player, you're not laughing. You're offended by that. Of course, it's interesting, and it is. But some of us that aren't that good probably can laugh at that one. I was in a job interview the other day, and they asked if I could perform under pressure. I said, no, but I could perform Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I like that one, too. Okay, we're going to go into Jeremiah now. Jeremiah 29. Father, guide and direct, as you always do. Thank you for this time that we have with you. It's very special to us, and we thank you, and uh, we just give this time over to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Message to the Exiles, Jeremiah 29. Now these are the words of the letter of Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the rest of the elders of the exile, the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jeconiah and the queen mother, the court officials, the princes of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen, and the smiths had departed from Jerusalem. The letter was sent by the hand of Elisha, the son of Shaphan, and Gemariah, the son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to Babylon, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them and plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives and become fathers and sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons, daughters, and multiply there and not decrease. Seek the welfare of this city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will have welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets or in your midst, or your diviners deceive you, and do not listen to the dreams which they dream. For they prophesy falsely to you by my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. For thus says the Lord, when seventy years have become complete for Babylon, I will visit you and fulfill my word to you, and bring you back 
to this place. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I've driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Because you have said, the Lord has raised up prophets for us in Babylon, for thus says the Lord concerning the king who sits on the throne of David and concerning all the people who dwell in this city, your brothers who did not go with you into exile. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I am sending upon them a sword, famine, and pestilence, and I will make them like split open figs that cannot be eaten due to rottenness. I will pursue them with the sword, with famine, and with pestilence, and I will make them a terror to all the kingdoms of the earth, to be a curse and a horror and a hissing and a reproach among all the nations where I have driven them, because they have not listened to my words." declares the Lord, which I sent to them again and again by my servants, the prophets. But you did not listen, declares the Lord. You therefore hear the word of the Lord, all you exiles, whom I have sent away from Jerusalem to Babylon. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning Ahab, the son of Kolaiah, and concerning Zedekiah, the son of Maaseah, who are prophesying to you falsely in my name. Behold, I will deliver them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will slay them before your eyes. Because of them, a curse will be used by all the exiles from Judah who are in Babylon, saying, May the Lord make you like Zedekiah and like Ahab, whom the king of Babylon roasted in the fire. Because they have acted foolishly in Israel and have committed adultery with their neighbor's wives and have spoken words in my name falsely, which I did not command them, and I am he who knows, and am a witness, declares the Lord. To Shemaliah, the Nehelamite, you shall speak, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, because you have sent letters in your own name to all the people who are in Jerusalem, and to Zephaniah, the son of Maasiah, the priest, and to all the priests, saying, The Lord has made you priest instead of Jehodiah, the priest, to be an overseer in the house of the Lord over every madman who prophesies, to put him in the stocks and in the iron collar. Now then, why have you not rebuked Jeremiah of Anathoth, who prophesies to you? For he has sent to us in Babylon, saying, The exile will be long, build houses and live in them, and plant gardens and eat their produce. Zephaniah the priest read the letter to Jeremiah the prophet. Then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, saying, Send to all the exiles, saying, Thus says the Lord concerning Shemaiah the Nehelamite, because Shemaiah has prophesied to you, although I did not send him, he has made you trust in a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I am about to punish Shemaiah the Nehelamite and his descendants. He will not have anyone living among his people, and he will not see the good that I am about to do to my people, declares the Lord, because he has preached rebellion against the Lord. Chapter 30. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, 
with all the words which I have spoken to you in a book. For behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and Judah. The Lord says, I will also bring them back to the land that I gave to their forefathers, and they shall possess it. Now these are the words which the Lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus says the Lord, I have heard a sound of terror, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see if a male can give birth. Why do I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in childbirth? And why have all faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great. There is none like it. And it is the time of Jacob's distress. But he will be saved from it. It shall come about on the day, declares the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off their neck and will tear off their bonds the stranger will no longer make them their slaves. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will rise up for them. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares the Lord, and do not be dismayed, O Israel, for behold, I will save you from afar and your offspring from the land of captivity. And Jacob will return and be quiet and at ease. No one will make him afraid, for I am with you, declares the Lord, to save you. I will destroy completely all the nations where I have scattered you. Only, I will not destroy you completely, but I will chasten you justly, and will by no means leave you unpunished. For thus says the Lord, your wound is incurable and your injury is serious. There is no one to plead your cause, no healing for your sore, no recovery for you. All of your lovers have forgotten you. They do not seek you, for I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy and with the punishment of a cruel one, because your iniquity is great and your sins are numerous. Why do you cry out over your injury? Your pain is incurable, because your iniquity is great and your sins are numerous. I have done these things to you. Therefore, all who devour you will be devoured. All your adversaries, every one of them, will go into captivity, and those who plunder you will be for plunder. And all who prey upon you I will give for prey, for I will restore you to health and will heal you of your wounds, declares the Lord, because they have called you an outcast, saying, It is Zion. No one cares for her. 18. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will restore the fortunes of the tent of Jacob. I will have compassion on its dwelling places, and the city will be rebuilt on its ruins, and the palace will stand in its rightful place. From them will proceed thanksgiving, the voice of those who celebrate. And I will multiply them, and they will not be diminished. I will also honor them, and they will not be insignificant. Their children also will be as formerly, and their congregation shall be established before me. I will punish all their oppressors. Their leader shall be one of them. And their ruler shall come forth from their midst, and I will bring him near, and he shall approach me. For who would dare to risk his life to approach me, declares the Lord? You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Behold the tempest of the Lord. Wrath has gone forth, a sweeping tempest. It will burst on the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has performed and until he has accomplished the intent of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand this. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. So we're, we are in the latter days, and he's saying you will understand these things. 
this is the understanding that they are to be in Babylon and they are to serve their time. They're being punished, just like somebody going to jail. He says, I'm putting you in prison for 70 years. After that time, you'll come back. You'll be established. But what's so interesting is these prophets, God bless them, they have the ability given to them by God to look at the near and far prophetic at the same time because they're, they're looking at the plan of God outside of time. God seems to take them outside of time, and he sees it the whole plan. And so they're going to come back, be established, rebuild the temple in the former place. Of course, by this time, the temple's not even destroyed, I believe. Check me on that when he's writing this. But he says, you will rebuild all these things, and you will be established. But then he's jumping on this whole thing about then there'll be perfect peace. When they came back, they didn't establish themselves to have perfect peace from then on until the time of Jesus, until the destruction of the temple. It was a lot of war, non-peace. But, uh, of course, the Romans came and conquered them, but they can look ahead into the millennium when they're going to be established again, brought back from captivity, if you will, of the tribulation and be established. And there it says the most interesting thing, that God will provide for them David to rule over them. This is why some people have suggested that when Jesus comes back, and of course we will come back with him, and he establishes the millennium, well, David will obviously be alive and well and coming back with him as well. And since uh, God promised, um, promised Israel that they were their promised David that his kingdom would never end, it would last forever. It is believed that David may actually be the one who physically sits on the throne with with Jesus. It would seem he would be more like the governor, uh, in my mind anyway, over Jerusalem, while Jesus is king overall. I don't even know how exactly all this is going to break down, but I find it very interesting. Um, but he's encouraging the people not to listen to false prophecies, to know what is coming and to, to be able to accept it. And um, this is going to be really true in the tribulation. People are going to hear all kinds of false prophecies of what's going on. And, and what they need to do is listen to the prophet, listen to Jeremiah, listen to, to John, listen to Paul, listen to everybody wrote about it. Um, God is going to send a sword and a famine and a pestilence upon this earth like never before. And this is just... This is just an example of what God can and does do to those who refuse to let him be Lord and Savior. And of course, in the tribulation, we have Babylon the Great and the system of Babylon. It's going to be a kind of a parallel thing, only on a much, much greater scale. And it's all going to be for those who have acted foolishly like Israel, committed adultery with their neighbor's wives, spoken words falsely in his name, and on and on. And so you have all of these things that are mentioned there. Quite fascinating, and uh, it's uh, good for us to know. So let's look over now to Ephesians chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment or the promise, so that it may go well with you that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh 
with fear and trembling, with sincerity of your heart, as to Christ. Not by way of eye service as men pleasers, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. With good will render service as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that whatever good thing each one does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. And masters, do the same thing to them, and give up threatening, knowing that both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord, in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God, so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, and against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness and heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on alert with all perseverance and petition for all saints. And pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, but that you also may know about my circumstances, how I am doing. Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will make everything known to you. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know about us, and that he may comfort your hearts. Peace be with you, brethren, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be to all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with incorruptible love. What a great way to end. May the love of God be with all of you guys who love the Lord Jesus Christ with incorruptible love. That is what Paul prays. That is what we pray one for another. May the grace of God be upon you. And maybe we be able to realize the truth of Ephesians 6 of the grace of God and the power of God that he gives us to put on that armor and to resist the evil days that we are in. And so, um, yeah, it's one of those just meditative chapters. And you look at it and you go, Lord, it's getting tough. How can I deal with this? And God says, man, just put up that shield. You can extinguish the, every dart. That's what it says. Every single one, you can. Whatever's coming at you, as long as it's being shielded with, with God's truth, with his word, with the Holy Spirit, all shielding you. Don't let down the shield. And then take out the sword with it that you speak forth his truth and God will guide you and direct you in that truth. What a beautiful thing to think about it. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for praying for us for this whole hurricane thing. I am hoping that as you hear this, we'll just be kind of smiling that it passed right by us and nothing happened. But if something did happen, obviously, you'll hear all about it as, as soon as it's passed over and I get a chance to get back on um, get back on live. So thank you guys. Bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.
Bye-bye.